0: and thanks for listening. My name is Christian Buckley and you're listening to the Collab Talk Podcast. In this monthly conversation with Sean McDonough and Jeff Roski, we discuss updates to Planner and MS Project, Microsoft Syntex, the new Fabric branding, and more community news. Let's get started. another episode of the collab talk podcast where we discuss the convergence of technology business productivity and collaboration culture my co-conspirators for today are sean mcdonough consultant with bitstream foundry in cincinnati ohio and an m365 apps and services mvp who who is just renewed congratulations yeah oh, thank you and dr wait mister sorry jeff verosky a senior architect for insight co-founder of the boston office 365 user group and the co-founder of the new janky workshop on youtube wait you don't have any any workshop products or or projects that you are sharing today but maybe you could talk about what you're working on the latest there but welcome gentlemen well, thank you yeah are you doing any woodshop projects right now anything latest
1: not at the moment i'm talking to you guys um
0: <laughs>
1: Gosh. Well, uh, no, not I really have nothing going on. It's just been day job, day job, day job, and yeah. uh, then I did some yard work the other day. <laughs> so wow.
2: that, that's 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 my life in the moment. That's sad, <laughs> Jeff. Your wife's even got a better story
0: than you at this point. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. She definitely does.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've shared before that I I thought since like third grade that I was going to be like a naturalist. I was gonna work like as a park ranger or something. Like uh, I was gonna be out in that that world. i I wanted to have like a like a workshop and do woodworking. I and mean, this is up to I like eight, that bus eight, eighth grade, I was a ta in the wood shop at my school. I was building furniture. I was at twelve years old. Um, in fact, I think my one of my sisters, I built a crib that she used with several of her children really that i that was sitting yeah but my parents held on to and was used by a sibling so um nice uh, a younger sibling so it it sat around for a while unused but uh yeah i love that love that i wish i i I thought i would like in retirement be building custom furniture just for fun you know that was the the trick there is
1: getting to retirement (laughs) yes (laughs)
0: yes
2: <laughs> yeah i think that's a noble goal i think in retirement i'm gonna be a starbucks barista
0: personally yeah well, but, you know. be the soup, soup guy well anyway our <laughs> focus today we got a bunch of little things rather we're at that weird time of year we're past like the major events before the fall events um i know we got the virtual the partner conference inspire that's happening uh, i think later this month i don't know honestly since it's virtual not really paying attention to it. It's less useful for me, but we're gonna be talking about a few things like project and planner and to do. There's some news around that. There's some syntax stuff. Um, There's news people talking about fabric and maybe a few other things, odds and ends that are around there. There's, There's always stuff happening. We are in an evergreen software world. So Microsoft always has stuff being announced.
2: I hear what yeah. denim anything else or not announced but implemented? Yeah,
0: right. I
1: hear I hear denim is making a cutback in the fabric world.
0: Ooh, is it denim on denim? I'm only interested if there's like the inception of yeah, denim. Yeah, it,
1: it's like a it's like a <laughs> quad layer of denim. Like there's four different denim on denims going on with like some denim inside. It's wow. denim everywhere. Yeah, wow.
2: Seriously deep there. <laughs> whitewashed too.
0: Yeah. Nice. Wake me up when acid wash returns as a thing. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I want to have my flared 501s acid wash. Pegged um, at the bottom. <laughs> flared. <laughs> no, flared yet cuffed. <laughs> uh, That's hmm. a good look. you know. Yeah. Uh,
2: Not sure what to even think about that, but.
0: Uh, just. uh I, I remember in the 90s when some of the, I, I mean, I look, I realize fashion is cyclical, but in the 90s when the flare jeans, they tried to bring them back out and I just saw like. And people were know, having nothing of it. <laughs> it was just, it was a very, very, and it was during the grunge era. And it just suddenly you had these kind of 70s, late 60s, 70s kind of hippie look where they're like, on on women, it was like where it was actually girls. It was I don't think it was adult. It was more the younger generation, like half shirts, and then the and then to have like the the jeans. They were high waisted jeans with the flares at the bottom. It was just an awful look. I remember as a kid in the seventies, I thought it was an awful look.
1: <laughs> we were yeah. very confused. It, it was a very confusing time for America in the nineties.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, just getting over
1: the eighties, which was a very confusing as well, and then you know. it's just,
2: well, yeah. the 80s was a bit of an iconic era, but the 90s, yeah, I understand. Kids were like, um, you know, they're trying to figure out what they should be doing um, and eventually decided on their own way, of course. But there was uh, definitely confusion on the yeah. part of uh, kids with fashion. fashion.
1: Yeah, it was more of a gangster rap uh, preppy that went into grunge.
0: Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Good times, good times. Well, from a product perspective, oh right. Um, as, as that's my segue there. Uh, uh, the the uh, I love the Jim Gaffigan joke. He says, uh, uh, "So I recently went camping uh, for the for this joke, and then uh, <laughs> he goes ahead and tells the story." <laughs> uh, so speaking of uh, of flared jeans, Microsoft Project and Planner have some. Uh, some news are out there. I, I, I think I talked to this before. I, I interviewed Jeff Teeper in Copenhagen in November. And one of the things I, I don't think it was on camera as part of the official thing, but I was asking him about what was happening around task management. Cause as both, you know, that's like my background, you know, in a yeah. collaboration technology was through project and portfolio management tools. and absolutely. and absolutely and, and I've been asking for years and years, like so many of us in this space, like, Are you going to consolidate like planner is going in a completely different direction than project and project online and you have Azure DevOps and you have to do and what's happening around all these things. I was actually just looking for this. I still didn't find it, but I watched a video earlier this week um, that walks through some of what's happening with an executive that owns it. I'll find it, share it with you guys, which talking about a video that I don't have to show makes for great audio, you know, <laughs> excellent. So you're welcome, audience. Um, but essentially, you know, the, so the plan has always been to, at the center of everything is uh, like planner and to-do uh, and essentially in project, Um like the three core tools. And you have the ability with project to like, export to send out or historically, but there's been no two-way. Like if I create a, if I'm a project manager, if I get a formal project plan, um, I don't have a way for it to interact two-way and give people tasks. So it shows up on your to-do app, like on your phone or on your desktop. And when you complete it, it marks it off within the project plan. That's like the dream. Like, mm-hmm. do you, like, I hated that aspect of being a project manager. Manager of constantly chasing people for updates to the plan so I could it was never real time. And and people, you know how people do that. You finally catch them on a Friday. Like, what do you do over the week? that one's about 40% done, and that task about 60% done. Let the bigger hold it up to the wind. So project management data is only as good as accurate as the data that you input. And so the more real time that you can make it and put it in context of the activities, the work that's being done. So if I'm able to, if I've got my my day open in to-do, like I'm a big to-do user, both on my phone, as well as my desktop, as well as sticky notes and notepads and everything else, I'm a list guy. Um, If I'm able to, and increasingly, teams that I'm working with, partners using planner, the more that I can, I'm I'm confident now that if it's in planner, it'll show up on my to-do, but there's that disconnect with project. Mm -hmm. And so part of what they're doing is they're bringing those pieces together. So you have like the core, you've got the, the, you know, the, like the, the first a uh, uh, generation that first yeah. layer of the native applications that will push things to those tools and then you have third-party integrations. Microsoft is doing more to integrate outside things. So you have like the the my day that I mentioned in to do, you know flagged emails in an Outlook um, which is is frustrating like your flagged emails, which are sort of tasks mm-hmm. that show up in to do but on a different list. I like. Mm-hmm. I want to flag emails that are related to tasks that are in a planner plan,
2: you know. Right. So that yeah, that's kind of where it needs to some intelligence on the part of um, To Do or Planner, right. um, which we do not have yet. It so be nice to get that. I,
0: I so I know that they're working on that, and there's there's there are new things. There's there's conversations and different notifications and the act, activity feeds across each of these things they're working on like a task history in planner which is fantastic so we okay. go in and we modify it and it, you'll have the history of what changed i'll I'll be honest there are competing technologies that are very you know kanban board i, I was a big advocate for years and years i love the Canbo you know kanbo product and one of the strongest features that kanbo had that planner is not had is that task history. Um, And and so having that capability, they say it's on the horizon, so no idea the ETA on that feature. Um, But just the fact that they're they are working on bringing these various pieces together um, and then expanding in project itself. I think part of the video, which is really great. Like you think of like an average project you're not just existing within you know the, the the Kanban board sometimes you need to have for the formal project management I need to look at the the, the waterfall view or I need to look at the uh, uh, the Gantt chart and I need to see the, the the relationships and 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 where the the uh yeah the the dependencies are between dependencies, tasks yeah. and and look at and say what's urgent what's happening now how is this impacting downstream tasks? Right. And they're so they're they're trying to build these things that that Project Project Online are more flexible, dynamic, realizing that maybe Sean, you're working in the that waterfall, the Gantt chart view. Jeff, you're working in the uh, you know in the 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 Kanban mode, and or I'm more list centric. I just want to see the priorities in my day view, uh, you know, the the daily view of of those things. But when we complete things, we close them out, it's all reflected across all those different views. Sure. So I think it's a a huge task. Somebody should build a project plan around that to combine (laughs) all these things.
2: Well, I was thinking fabric should underlie that. Hmm. Um, Fabric is a way to, you know, it it would require some translation because they're not a one-to-one data mapping, but, with well, the translation layer, I would think fabric would be optimal um, for keeping those things in sync since it's all plumbing.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, so you think there have to be some announcements around. I don't know what they're doing and how they're bringing that together, but that has been a missing piece. It's like, I think one of the problems, that's why you know historically you've had the ability to push one-way tasks in a project plan out that you can then import in, but they're dead. They're not connected yeah. back. You have yeah. to manually make updates. So you need right. to have that fabric, that cloud component is the, the source of all the data. And then that you know the 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 service layer that's attached to the that that data.
2: Right. With the bi-directional communication to right. support
0: all of it. It's basically the service hub model you have the different tools that are out there. They know how they I mean, this this goes back. This is nothing new here. This is why we started getting into XML, 23, 24 years ago. Um, getting really nerdy on you. I actually just found as I was organizing the office, I found proposals when I was a member of the Marketing Awareness Council on Global Grid Forum. So I was on, I was leading a working group as part of Global Grid Forum. You and nerd. Yeah, that just it makes you me feel XML old to think about. XML
1: printed out on a dot matrix printer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we had laser printers, Jeff, so I do have XML printed out, but via laser printer. It was in some of oh. the documentation because we were proposing we were proposing standards around a lot of that, um, and I was working in the micro, the 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 uh, manufacturing technology sector um, primarily around that, but. Yeah, it's, you say that in, in jest, but yes, I did <laughs> yeah. print out XML, and I just found, that was part of my presentation that I gave, that was in 2001, which is crazy.
2: Oh. Yeah. I feel dirty for you.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, GG, GGF, it might have been 2002, 2003, but anyway, it was that era. Ugh, wow. Man, I'm old. Yeah, <laughs> we all are. Yeah. Exactly. So it, I'm I'm so I'm super excited about this. If you go out and look for search for the news on Microsoft Project and Planner, um, again, there's I was looking for the update that came from Microsoft. There's a brief article that has oh, there's the the video that has it. I just noticed it. It's so it is on. So I found an article written by Geeky Gadgets is the site. Um, blog post or the article, whatever the site is, Um, but they've got the Microsoft video embedded, which is also out on YouTube, but definitely go take a look at that if you're interested in the latest that Microsoft is doing. But again, the other thing that I didn't mention is is the Office 365 integration. So the fact that in Outlook, in OneNote, in Excel, Word, wherever you're working, the ability to at mention people and generate tasks. Oh, and loop integration into the project management world and into Planner. So mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see what Microsoft doing. I wonder if I, I think I saw Daryl Webster, may who's uh, sort of Daryl Webster and Daniel Darryl Anderson, uh, and Daryl and Daniel Anderson are both generating a ton of content around Loop. I think I saw from one of them. A project management related, so a project related with the news and what's happening there. So, oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's a place for folks to go. And if you don't know, Daryl Webster, Daniel Anderson, both uh, you know MVPs that are out there doing a lot of the good work uh, around <laughs> Loop. Yeah. Go check that out.
2: As opposed to you know, <laughs> dabbling in the dark arts with Loop.
0: <laughs> well, the work we do. That's right. <laughs> Uh, well, so what's, what's new in the syntax land, Sean, what did you find?
2: Well, I've noticed that, um, with SharePoint online, uh, most recently when I go into, uh, look at library settings, um, I now have a panel that pops up, um, which has the traditional more library settings, the name and description, but I'm seeing syntax settings, um, know for automatically classifying and extracting um, of files that go into the library so it's nice to see you know syntax is very um, useful and um, sophisticated it's very good for uh, extracting content um, and kind of promoting that to uh, metadata and other items uh, just generically speaking Um, But, you know, the ability to actually start to configure that stuff through the libraries is kind of exciting to see, uh, because I think when syntax was announced quite some time ago, you know, people understood what it does. It automatically, you know, processes and extracts data um, for further classification and or search type stuff. But, you know, seeing that integration into the library itself is exciting. Um, and that's a recent thing that I've seen. Um, I'm working with a particular client right now. And I would say two weeks ago, I didn't see this there, but I'm seeing it now. Um, so it's nice to see Microsoft integrate, uh, introducing integration points uh, for the various technologies that you know people believe in. Um, that can help them and uh actually exposing that stuff um at a a natural level uh that folks who you know configure these libraries or configure SharePoint um can use yeah I just
1: checked a couple of my tenants and uh um and a couple clients and they don't have it yet I I I'm in the middle of a uh, project one tenant right now where that would be Hugely useful. Uh, but I don't know if it's ten setting or what. Um I have to take a look into it to see uh what's available there.
2: Huh. We don't yeah, know. I I you know I've just got now my E five is my E five tenant is through my MVP, but you know, I've got things set up so that you know I'm not doing anything special, I think is as far as early adoption goes, but um, yeah, it did start showing up. So I'm not sure. They'll start to see it
1: pop up. They're probably just doing a you know slow rollout. Yeah. Did
0: you find any? Was there any news or any announcements around that?
2: Not that I can remember or that I saw. Yeah, there's
0: stuff in there. So I'm there providing right a day. link in the in the in the notes for for out of the blog. Uh, so if you're uh, uh, if you're interested in some of the things that we're talking about, so I'll have kind of the liner notes, some of the the resources here um, for the you know task management. And I've got a link, just kind of the generic to the C- syntax overview out in the documentation. But I didn't come across any specific news. I know there was some stuff that was you know beginning of May. So since it's been a while since we've talked anyway, but I'll uh, I'll go see if I can find anything else there. But, yeah, there's I'm excited. It's a it's a topic we actually just secured yesterday guest to come and talk about the latest on syntax and topics, uh, Viva Topics um, for our user group here in Utah. Nice. Um, So it's uh, I'm really excited to go look into that. That's not until September. But because we're already it's it's. It's such a, uh, a buzzkill when you have great speakers lined up but months in advance. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure no. nothing
0: will happen between now and September. Oh,
2: no, of course not. <laughs> Probably not. It's a slow world. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that's kind of the, uh, the peanut butter and jelly combo of uh, syntax and topics. And I think you're going to hear more about those things, especially with uh, the AI infusion and what that that it's gonna look like.
2: Right. Yeah. with the integration of all that stuff. Um, yeah. you know Microsoft of course pushing to get chat GPT and open AI services content integrated into all the products. It'll be uh, it'll be a very interesting fall,
0: let's say then. I I don't know what you're talking about. Sean, what is this co-pilot thing that, and why have I not heard anything about it?
2: (laughs) Well, uh, maybe it's the rock you've been living under. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Just a
0: guess. (laughs) I need to create a meme of like a kid's like, like dad, shut up about the co-pilot stuff or something, (laughs) Something. I need to find the appropriate meme to create that for, it's like, like, I get it. It's super exciting. It demos really well, and there's nothing available that anyone can actually touch and play with.
2: Exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and like you can use like the uh, the Walking Dead beam with uh, uh, Carl and uh, you know uh, whatever his name is, you know when he's like yelling at him, you know that they reuse. I think that'd be a good one.
0: I might have uh-huh. to put something together around that. Well, I know that. Uh, you know, uh, again, I, I'm look. I'm super excited about this stuff. I'm getting ready uh, in in a month. I'll be down in Melbourne, Australia, uh, for oh, nice. the Di- digital workplace conference. Yeah, that's Debbie Ireland's event. If you're uh, if you okay. happen to be in the vicinity of downtown Melbourne, Melbourne, uh, Australia, come join us the first week of August. Um, I'm going to be doing a a session on uh, internal communications and kind of where things are going in internal comms, and so it touches on Uh, the topic, the broad topic of uh, employee experience. So EX as well as co-pilot and Viva stuff. And I'm going to just then talk about just kind of open, available, uh, uh, like chat GPT type tools, other things, resources that are out there. And as you guys know me, when I present, it's not just about like the how and demos. It's about the why and, you know, behind that, but sure, it's, you know, AI is infusing all topics and... For better or worse. Yeah, it's... Well, that's the 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 difficulty is that you need to move beyond the... I'm excited to get in-depth and talk about that stuff when I actually have a demo, when I've got something to play with. But in the meantime...
2: Yeah, you can talk about it in a hypothetical sense.
0: Yep. Well, there's other stuff that was out there. I know we covered the last time we met um, out in the kind of the announcements that were made um, the, the first week in May and with the Las Vegas M365 conference. But there's a ton of stuff that's out there. What I think we talked about last time, you know, Copilot and SharePoint and the new um, uh, talk about the the Microsoft Stream um, web part. And yeah if you recall, for those that are avid listeners to the podcast, uh, will remember, you know, for increasingly as organizations where video content is kind of at the forefront of their content creation, you now have the, uh, the stream web part, but you also have new templates in SharePoint that are video centric, um, templates and search capabilities. So, you know, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: I don't know if we talked about classic stream is essentially going away and it's now stream on SharePoint. Um, So kind of in a a double reverse face, a lot of folks um, were originally uploading videos to SharePoint and then it was like, no, 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 use this special store. We have an Azure um, and we will give you an interface to that. But then Microsoft kind of did a, a reverse change and came back to stream on SharePoint so now we've got stream on SharePoint classic stream is what they're calling the old form uh, where videos were stored in Azure is being drained stopped and um, now we're back entirely in SharePoint and that's I think where that's what's given rise to the the new templates and whatnot as far as SharePoint goes so. I think that makes a lot of sense,
1: too, because I mean, this having another site to go to for video content, um, like I didn't see too much adoption there um, uh, with clients and even our company. Um, It's like that's where they went and nobody ever went there unless there was a link to it that you had to click and watch. Other than that, it's like,
2: right, you're living at
1: SharePoint and everything else. you know.
2: Yeah, there was no sort of browser or anything without, you know as you pointed out jeff a link to it to actually view the videos and uh various channels and whatnot so I, I think it makes sense as well
1: yeah
0: well other stuff like that that's a, a a pretty cool update i also like some of the stuff happening around lists uh i don't know if you guys ever use the microsoft list features What's that? I, uh i I know, list I know features
2: yeah what are these list features that you spoke Lists, of Lists. Lists. how do you spell that yeah l-i-s-p-s L- yeah i was Lists. just thinking
0: Lists. that oh okay. Lists. Lists. yes
2: yeah
0: no i i like this i'll, I'll read the paragraph because i think this summarizes it um uh, again, this has come from the Teeper announcement uh, back in the first week of May, but you know, the foundation of Microsoft Lists is the data you track and manage, and it starts at the point of collection, collecting feedback, reporting issues, planning events, many other scenarios, often from multiple stakeholders. Now we are making it easier to collect information through modern forms. You can create and share multiple forms for the same list. Yay! For okay. example one for internal members and one for external guests. So that is fantastic. Um, I'm just kind of chuckling to myself because I was having a conversation with Stacey Deer uh, a, a while back around this, trying to build uh, out uh, a form neighbor. and modify. Yeah, we were talking about um, the some of the frustrations with Microsoft Forms and using lists and, you know, SharePoint is not a database, except when it's a database. You know, <laughs> <laughs>
2: when it, yeah, somebody's uh, crammed the square peg in the round hole. Yeah,
0: exactly. but, well, the, but this is a, 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 great example of that where it is. The list is the database. Um, and so having multiple forms that go and leverage and, and, and bring data in from different constituencies, you know, multiple forms, I mean, this is fantastic. So improvements to Microsoft forms, improvements and performance improvements to lists, um, is, is fantastic. So they've been, you know, doing things with filters. They've been doing things with, um, you know, switching views of your list data, which not to provide a wrinkle into the whole task management thing, but why again, do I need to use planner and to do when I have lists or vice versa? yeah
2: (laughs) yeah that that question can be asked about you know half of microsoft's technologies right now uh, overlap
0: the answer is use what makes sense for you sean and your organization
2: which is the right answer for
0: me right nothing makes sense for me christian there's a reason why excel remains the number one project management tool in the world
1: (laughs) Right, yeah. Project uh, the the project manager uses Project, and nobody else uses Project. So the project manager then has to maintain an Excel sheet, which is a copy of the project plan, which everybody updates, maybe. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I was a product manager for a brief bit, brief bit in my past, and I hate Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's me personally. Um, I know you know a lot of management types like the perceived um the perceived view of a project that sounds and looks controllable but you know as a software developer i know that you know the world does not do that that's more waterfall um the whole agile approach kind of bucks the the project
0: plan which is why i love going back to that for topic. I I love the fact that they are thinking about that and providing the multiple views for those different methodologies, Yeah, but you have a single version. It's the same project. It's just in different views with different types of input into that. What's missing, what needs to be there that Microsoft talks about doing is that end-to-end. Like, if I go in, if you've got a form out there that you send out on a daily, weekly basis that I can – fill out with my activities and it automatically routes it to those tasks and that that ownership and maybe sure. ai can help with that if i know that i get suddenly in my to do app i get 10 new things because a project plan was in you know was was added or tasks that were added in azure devops assigned to me show up in my to do if i can mark them as complete and add my notes and attachments to that and it routes back to planner and project and azure devops yeah that, that would, that's that where it needs need to go you, i realize that's a big helpful. it is a big ask of microsoft to do all that
2: but I, I don't see it as unattainable no i do see that as a possibility
0: i, yeah. I it sounds <laughs> jokey but it's true it's like microsoft you just have to want it <laughs> You know, you (laughs) you have to want want to solve that problem. I I mean I've said this for my my first the first time I met uh, uh you know Christoph Feisinger was when he was on the project team for MS Project and I was trying to coming from that world I wasn't a SharePoint guy yet, um and and it was actually when I my first experience with SharePoint was building out for a client. Uh, in 2005, um, Project Server, which was oh. a huge failure. We spent a lot <laughs> of money around that. Had a lot of problems. Yeah. And, 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 and so, so when I joined Microsoft in 2006, um, like the first two weeks I was an employee, there was an internal product fair, and I went straight to the MS Project booth, and that's where I met Christoph. And I stood there for about an hour filling their ears with feedback on what <laughs> third-party solutions were doing. Did you put down your bat first? <laughs> I, I was friendly. That's why we, we were friends at first. It wasn't until he – it wasn't until he – I say that it wasn't until – Kristoff's awesome, and he's really funny, and I, I really enjoy my interactions with him but when he, and everybody in the community knows this, when he took over and moved over to the Yammer side, that's when I think a lot of people suddenly had a problem with Kristoff and, you know, and it was the messaging, but I'll I'll just say that one of my best experiences participating in the uh, annual MVP summit was watching Kristoff and one or two MVPs screaming at each other And I, 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 we were, we thought somebody was going to throw a punch and uh, (laughs) it was very heated. It was very entertaining. I I didn't have popcorn at the time, but (laughs) love everybody involved. I think that was Simon, former MVP that was, that was on the other end of that. But anyway, um, for those that were in the room, you remember it was a memorable one hour. (laughs) I think I missed that one. Uh, 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 Good times. No, I so so anyway so so back to this I mean look I, I think there's the with the SharePoint I mean there's a lot of stuff that's going on a lot of the onedrive we talked about it last time I mean it just seems it's so small of a of a feature but being able to to change the colors of your folders in the onedrive, I love that that's fantastic. I didn't even know people changed colors of folders
1: i I didn't know that was a thing. Until I saw that announcement, I'm like, "Oh, all right." Could, oh, can you do that in like
0: Explorer View normally? It's an I, it, it's a thing. I'll, I'll just show show you guys too. Uh, you know, uh, um, even with sticky notes, I have different color sticky notes, and they mean different things for my own edification here, my own organization of my my each of my day. So I
1: mine means whichever one is on top. <laughs>
2: Yeah,
0: so. Well, it's just, it's another dimension of, of uh, a sticky note writing, but yeah.
2: Yeah. Out of my league, man.
0: I got a problem. I know it's, but the fact <laughs> that I can admit I have a problem, it's the first step as we all know. Yeah. There's, a, the there's about 11, spoke.
1: there's about 11 more steps you need to go
0: through. That's right. <laughs> uh is the anger part is that is it anger from other people towards me because of my note taking or do I have to be angry about something i don't uh, well that's i have to read up on the 12 that's step a, that's a different process. meeting
1: i think yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I think you're going deeper than we can cover today well, that's that's hey, at the unitarian church down the street at uh, wednesday is it at 7:30 uh, <laughs>
0: Well, hey, so the last thing I wanted – well, I actually, two more things really quick. I know we don't have a lot to talk about either of these things, but what do we need to know about the fabric? Besides cotton being the fabric of our lives, what uh, other yeah. fabric do we need to know about? Well, uh... wicking? <laughs> <laughs> moisture wicking. Moisture <laughs> yeah. wicking. That should be a question. That should be a question to Microsoft. You know, get up to the mic is like – is fabric is, is it, is it moisture wicking?
2: So <laughs> like I a poly you'd get, blend you'd get quizzical <laughs> expressions or somebody just saying, sit down, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, fabric is a plumbing technology is, you know, very, it, it has a lot of promise and, it's the sort of thing that will be integrated into products without you even knowing it, you know, kind of like the, uh, you know, predictive capabilities of, uh, um, various Microsoft tools, uh, with text prediction, when you're typing emails or notes or whatever, you suddenly see recommendations, you can hit tab and, uh, accept whatever it's throwing in front of you. That's kind of what fabric is going to be for us. So,
0: um, so for, it's, for those that don't know what's included within it, because I mean, my first thought is like, hey, it's a new logo. There's a bunch of logos that are shoved within this 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 space. And what does it actually mean? So it has. So data factory, synapse, data engineering, synapse, data warehousing, synapse, data science, synapse, real time analytics and power BI and all of them drowning in one lake. Sorry, that's my joke there. <laughs> so. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you know, so so those those are all the various components, and obviously, I mean, Power BI, which is part of Power platform, um, you know, the the so you've got these components that put together this. I mean, my my prediction is that. This, this will go through a couple iterations and branding as Microsoft tries to organize this this is like a light, logical uh, architecture of here are the pieces that go together and they're yeah. shaping something around that. But it's you know it, it, it's interesting to go and I, again, I've got a link to the you know, what is Microsoft fabric that's out there for people who want to read up on about it, but I mean, is there any anything that I mean you guys, either of you actively talking with clients, partners about anything around fabric has it come up in casual conversation
2: honestly no Just denim
0: just with my keys just with my kids yeah the denim in as the fabric conversation
2: <laughs> yeah the other one say uh, yeah. fabric to a customer they would have no idea what i'm
0: talking about oh i need that sound effect oh <laughs> 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 Uh, well, the other one that I know, the other hot topic that we could kind of wrap up on is um, the, so there was also a minor announcement. Um, sorry, Amit, uh, 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 the, the June 1st, uh, who's VP of product teams product, um, but the uh, new communities and Microsoft teams and the group me features. And we were talking about this before we started recording is what is group me? Oh, <laughs> Is that like a like oh we're talking about this? Ah group me. (laughs) Is that exactly is that like like an expletive that we just nobody understands?
2: Yeah, group me.
0: Group this? Group me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I
2: think that one needs a a new moniker, honestly.
0: (laughs) But yeah. Uh, Yeah, so so what did we find out? What is group me again? GroupMe is a GroupMe brings text messaging
1: to every phone. Group chat with the people in your life that are important to you.
0: Okay, so it's yeah. So it it's sounds a, like
2: a, a, an SMX text group.
0: So it's so it's a it's a WhatsApp. It's a it's a, like every other tool that's out there. All of the various ones. Yeah, it, it
2: needs something to distinguish itself from the market. Yeah, I don't know what that is at this point, but.
1: In 2013, it had over 12 million registered
2: users. Really? Yeah, I've never heard of it. (laughs) So it was a separate service? It's, uh,
1: yeah, apparently it was um, as a mobile messaging app um, that Microsoft owned. They bought in 2010. It was launched in 2010 by the private equity company GroupMe. In August 2011, GroupMe delivered over 100 million messages. I don't know when Microsoft
2: bought it, but... Oh, 2011. All right, I'm sorry, but group me. Wow, really? Grope, grope me,
0: and um, yeah, (laughs) which is a different app, which I do not have on my phone. Nor do I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, search. Don't search for that, folks. (laughs) Yeah, please don't. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, honestly, so look, I I probably did hear about it and just had forgotten, um. But uh, yeah, there's actually a what is group me site that's out there on support. You can find info and kind of walk through. So it has the chats, um, the, what is this, yep. the, you know, Campus Connect. Chats. It has your profile tab and stuff on there. So it's like the dozen other tools that are out there. Um, yeah. Microsoft went and acquired this company that has that. And like, I don't know what the numbers are. Uh, uh, I can't see that anything that's public. Oh, there is a Wikipedia Ooh. for it. So it was launched in May, 2010. And then, yeah, it was so in 2011 of August, it was delivering hundred million messages each month. And by June, 2012, it jumped to 550 million. And in 2013 had 12 million registered users. So I don't know what that looks like. It's, um, you know, you can have, um, you know, up to five thousand members. Honestly, I don't know how that compares to the other apps that are out there because who the heck wants to go join? And what a noisy room that that five thousand member room would be. Yeah, chat I'm silencing like, everything defeats Definitely. the purpose of having the more intimate chat conversations anyway. Yeah, um, I agree. for five thousand, you want to broadcast? That's not the right tool to do it. That's like when Teams did the, their their you know, they they added that feature because there are huge customers that were asking for the all company team. Wow! Geez. And yeah. at the MVP Summit, we've talked about this before. At the MVP Summit, where they announced that, and it was the Teams. I can't remember if it was Caruana, uh, Katimu who who mentioned that, but. It was a packed room around Teams updates. And they said, and we've got this, we'll have the all company team. And the room erupted with booze. Yeah. Like just not One not alcohol folks, grown. people unhappy with that. <laughs> and and even though, and I'll and I'll be honest, most of that room were they were not a lot of those SharePoint people and Teams people were not Yammer fans, but they all understood like, why are you? creating an all company team that's a yammer community mm-hmm. at that size you're breaking the model of what teams is meant for yeah, yeah. so That'd but it be- yep. large customers wanted it microsoft went and built it and i would say that very few only those large customers that asked for it use it and the all company it's largely useless
2: yeah and everyone else was busy splitting their wrists
0: yep Damn. well that's that's a lot we covered a bunch of stuff
1: huh. i screwed well, group me so group. <laughs> 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 Touché, uh, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: thank you so much well gentlemen really appreciate it as always looking forward to uh um get back and we'll we'll see what happens over the next month and the i know a little bit quiet during the storm the the vacation season but yeah, uh, things are going to uh, heat up in the fall
2: exactly yeah everybody's taking a a well-deserved uh, vacation somewhere i'm assuming yep.
0: so yeah well gentlemen thanks so much and we'll uh talk to you on the next one
2: you got All it right. thank you christian
0: Been listening to the Collab Talk podcast. New episodes are published on most Fridays, and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and most other podcast platforms. Thanks for listening.